1: Ah, yes. Welcome to Money-Making Conversation. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. Each Money-Making Conversation is about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. For some, it's a sizable paycheck. Mine is helping people wake up and inspiring them to accomplish their goals and live their very best life. These are my passion, and that's what I'm trying to do for everybody who listens to my show. Some people catching on video, majority listen on via podcast. I want you to stop tripping over small challenges and prepare to rise above the bigger options. Obstacles that life will present to you. And it's very important you understand that it's all about you. Focus on you. Will yourself to success. That's uh, the story of my next uh, guest, Lecrae. He is recognized as the first artist to have an album hit the charts at number one for both Billboard 200 and the Gospel Charts simultaneously. His ninth album and accompanying documentary that's going to be associated with the album, Restoration, features artists across all genres, including my man, John Legend, my man, Kurt Frank and YK Osiris. His work is fueled by building bridges, changing narratives, empowering the disenfranchised, and restoring the dignity of those on the margins. In his new book, which I read this morning, I Am Restored, How I Lost My Religion But Found My Faith. He shares how he found the courage to stop ignoring his trauma and instead to begin working through it step by step. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, my man,
0: Lecrae. (laughs) <laughs> What's going and on? let's say
1: about you, Lecrae, before I brought you online, huh?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, who is this well, person yeah, you I'll talking about? i tell you, about? you know, uh, <laughs> the, the beauty of
1: you, uh, like I told you, the first time I got to see you perform was uh, in Houston. That was doing the Super Bowl weekend, and and uh, even, even though I didn't know you, I knew there was a gifted person speaking there, uh, singing at that time. But at the time, mm. also, you were dealing with a lot of tr- trauma in your life and um and but you're able to mask mm-hmm. that and mm-hmm. not allow it to affect your abilities as an artist, a performing artist. talk to those different steps, and then we're gonna go through the the book that uh a uh, wonderful book a wonder- wonderfully honest book and I think a necessary read that i'm gonna recommend to all my um all my I'm putting it in my mailing list that goes out to fans on Wednesday, which is tomorrow. Uh, Ninety thousand people, you know, I got a, over a million social media followers, so you'll see me posting there. Because when you when people release in, information to to the general population, because you are a celebrity, we talk about it in your book being a celebrity, and sometimes being a celebrity allows you to Mm -hmm. be a victim of your success because people tend to dissect a celebrity Mm -hmm. or an important person versus an everyday person kind of like skates through. And, um, you know, your book tells that story, but talk about, uh, you know, performing even though you're dealing with a lot of emotional drama.
0: Yeah. You know, sometimes I think you, you, uh, wear that face that you just put on those lenses that, Allow you to just keep going and pushing through without dealing with, uh, the problems and the trauma. And you allow, uh, successes to define you instead of, um, you know, you being successful out of a healthy and whole, uh, version of yourself. You're allowing the successes to, to convince you that right. you are healthy and whole. And I think, uh, that's, that's a very different thing. And so, uh, for me, it was a it was a matter of becoming a healthy whole individual and dealing with some historical traumas and um and recognizing that uh you know I was a slave to uh what other people wanted of me and not being who right. I was created to be and uh and that 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 it's made all the difference. that you
1: say that now with your book titled, you know I am restored how I lost my religion but found my faith I got to ask you what is the difference between religion mm-hmm. and faith.
0: That's a great question. Um, you know, I, I think uh, a lot of us are are tied to religion, and religion is essentially uh, performing to be accepted. Um, religion is performing, trying to do all the right things so that God will accept you, or maybe that other people will accept you. And and faith or relationship is more about saying, "I know I've been accepted, so let me function out of that acceptance." let me do the right things because I've been accepted. And so I always say it like this, if I come home to my wife and I knock on the door and I hand her some flowers and I say, here you go, Mm -hmm. I know I'm (laughs) supposed to do this. That's religion. And I'm, I'm probably going to sleep on the couch that (laughs) night. Uh, but, 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 but faith or relationship is me coming home and say, man, I've been thinking about you all day and you just, you're so wonderful. And I appreciate you so much. I just brought you these flowers because you're amazing. And I don't I, I have faith. You know, I, I don't know what's going to happen, but probably something right. is going to happen because of that reality. And that's that's know, it's really
1: interesting. You say that because, yeah. pe- you know, people will question your faith before they question your religion. They will. and, and You know, it's really interesting that it mm. happens like that. And that's why I asked that question that between religion and faith, because people will, they will challenge your faith. They'll challenge you. Because your faith can be tied Mm -hmm. to so many things, Mm -hmm. you know, where you live, how you walk, how you talk, how much money you make, uh, how much uh, uh, what your expectations for yourself Mm -hmm. or for your family. That can be that word faith has such an expansive term to it, but it's also tied to religion and it allows you to. So when I'm reading a book, which is, like I said, a thorough read about from your childhood to adulthood. And uh, and it it really amazed Mm -hmm. me because the talk of being a healthy person, which is really key. In the diet, and I think that plays in every chapter of the book. As you talk about being a man and being a young man and being a young boy, meeting your father and and he picking you up, and you thinking that's a great moment in life, and then guess what? He basically kicked you to the curb, which was one of those unhealthy moments in your life mm-hmm. when you're trying to live a life as a healthy person. Correct?
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I mean that's 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 a huge part of it. Is is uh. You know, not having those, those models. You know, Mm -hmm. you can only be what you've seen. You can only become what you've beheld. And so. Not having those models uh, becomes a traumatic thing for for a lot of us, and and, uh, and so I'm I'm just definitely well, you know, trying to break it, those it's cycles. It's really
1: interesting uh, when I talk to you. The first time I talked to you, like I said, it was like I, I knew you, but we were developing a relationship. Now the second time around, I'm, I'm much more comfortable mm-hmm. on how how I speak to you, and it's really based on reading this book. And because we all have dark sides, mm-hmm. you know when I say dark sides, secrets we don't want re- really to mm-hmm. reveal. We live through life with it. But we won't tell even our closest loved ones. You know, yeah. I have them and you're sharing yeah. a, a lot of yeah. them in this book. And, you know, and and I have been fortunate to to have uh, been a popular stand up comedian and you in, in your book, you're talking mm-hmm. about, you know, when you're in a, when you're in a church, you know, you kind of know who your audience is. And I remember when I was in a comedy club, I kind of know who my audience is. But when I got booked in a nightclub or booked in a private party, I really didn't know who I was performing to. And it always put additional stress in my mind on how to relate to these people or or if they will relate to me. And, you know, when you talk about your experience Mm -hmm. opening up for Kevin Hart at the, you know, at the the Mercedes Benz Superdome. And you're looking at an audience who you know Mm -hmm. are here for Kevin Hart. Okay. And and but mm-hmm, you going mm-hmm. out there not knowing how does that how does that work in your mind when you when you in that environment, you know, you know they're here for the because he filled up the he filled up the dome, okay? <laughs> you blessed to be an opening mm-hmm. act for him just because <laughs> it allows you to grow your brand. Right. How does that trigger in your mind from a performing right. standpoint? Who are you are you trying to relate to everybody? You're trying to just get them to understand the, the Cray experience.
0: Yeah. You know what it is, is a lot of it is, is like you said, understanding mm-hmm. how to read the room is understanding, uh, what people are there for and, um, and, and right. finding some common ground and and being able to to connect to people in a real way. And I think authenticity is, is where you can always win. You know, people crave and hunger for authenticity, but it's the <laughs> hardest thing <laughs> for us to to do because we are so worried about what everybody thinks, but how, how, Authentic and and connecting would it have been for me to just come out and say I know y'all ain't right. here for me I know y'all want to see Kevin Hart you know that's that's immediately gonna endear people to me immediately gonna make them say okay he's mm-hmm. keep keeping it real and now right. I want to hear what this guy has to say and so I, I think that's that's, Wait, that's that's a big a, piece, that's of, a big
1: piece of, of life you know because of the fact that you know 11 years old you mm-hmm. walk on stage and you bust out with a rap and everybody now now gives you value. And and in my book, in your book, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm, I'm interviewing Lecrae here This book, book, uh, I Am Restored, How, the L- How I Lost My Religion But Found My Faith. Each chapter is about mm. value, and that's the part of healthiness. But in order to achieve value, if I'm reading this wrong, you have to admit and go public with what's bothering you inside, with that, dr- that trauma, you know, that chaos, yes. as you talk about. And yes. when did you really yes. start? Realizing that because black the black community is really an interesting community. We are, we are 100% a den- in denial community. We're in denial about COVID-19. Mm-hmm. We're in the denial about our eating habits. We're in denial <laughs> about gay our gay community. We're, in denial, we, we're just an in denial community mm-hmm. and it holds us back. A lot. Mm-hmm. And so, and it also is undeniable yeah. when yeah. it comes to mental and social stress, you know, not admitting that we we have uh, mm-hmm. issues that mm-hmm. should be somebody should be talking to us about. And that 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 false ability mm-hmm. to uh move forward, not admitting that we are a flawed community, and uh holds us back. Mm-hmm. And so that and in turn, in turn wielded some some setbacks for you because you couldn't figure out what was wrong with you.
0: Exactly. Yeah, you 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 you're hitting the hammer <clears throat> on the nail. Uh, a, a a big piece of our struggle um, is what 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 someone called post-traumatic slave syndrome, right? And 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 post-traumatic slave syndrome is we have adopted and adapted these views that were instilled in our ancestors that we are we're almost like. Um, uh, uh, cattle and we can just be driven and, and pushed and pushed and pushed until no end. And the problem is we're not addressing our traumas. We're not addressing our pains. We're not addressing our fears. We're treating ourselves like uh, animals. You know, I, I, I say sometimes, you know, you can be a speedboat or you can be a raft or a sailboat and a speedboat is just things that can plow through you know, and just, I'm just going to make it all the way. Right. Eventually you're going to run the gas and then you're going to be out in the middle of the ocean, just floating. And, and nobody wants to be a raft where you don't have any sense of direction. And so the, the reality is we have to become sailboats and a sailboat takes us acknowledging the, the way the wind is blowing. So you can adjust your sails. It takes a little bit of work. It takes some thought, it takes some time and not just plowing through stuff. And I think that's a part of our problem. Um, we want to catch up, you know in society we've been held back so long and we're trying to catch up and so we won't acknowledge our emotions or the problems and the pain is just too much to acknowledge so we'll live in denial instead of becoming healthy and whole um which is you know, if you want to be successful in life, it's going to first start with right. with being healthy and whole. Everything else is in, is in addition to that. If you want to, you know, every million dollars you make is is has way more value if you're a healthy and whole person. But if you are an emotional and, and, and mental and spiritual disaster, that million dollars is not going to make you any better.
1: I always tell people my my goals in life are tied to my experience because uh, not my not my money. Because if I I never go in a deal. I'm mean, gonna be honest with you, Lecrae. I never go in a deal trying to figure out how much money I'm gonna make. It's about the relationships. It's about the what do I get out of it for my brand for my career. Because I always know mm-hmm. that I'm gonna make money. That's just mm-hmm. a, that's just an idea. My wife will go. I don't know why you ever worry about money. Because you're gonna make it. You're gonna figure out how to make it. And that's just <laughs> been a skill set I've had since I was 17, 18 years old, and I've carried it through. Because I'm just a guy who sits mm-hmm. around just thinking about. How to make money, <laughs> and 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 yeah. when I, when I yeah. look at your your brand, you know you you know you're an entrepreneur, you're an activist, you know you you of course we know your talent from you working on this documentary with your new your you ninth know. album, all these different layers. Started where though you know because like you said you know you you know mm-hmm. we all you know because your father was in your life your your mom you know, put you in a situation with 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 a man who who physically abused you from a standpoint struck you and which which intimidated mm-hmm. you and then put that mm-hmm. put that decision making on whether he could come back into the house on you okay and what was you supposed to say mm-hmm. no nope, oh you know and, and and so so where where, <laughs> where along the way. Did you start shaping the desire to be this, be Lecrae?
0: Mm. You know what? I I think um, the journey of all that pain and and trauma um, that the the place where I found the most health was being, was expressing myself, you know, expressing myself through initially poetry and then it turned into music and And that that's a even if you go to therapy now, they'll tell you that's one of the biggest things you need to do is you need to start writing things down because if something happens with your mind with your brain chemistry once you start writing out the things that if that that you're experiencing it's journaling or or a diary it's is very helpful for you and so that that's where I learned the healthy technique. The problem for me was um. Some of the darkest corners of my world, you know, I was not ready to deal with. I was not ready to, to to wrestle with and to process. And so it took a mental collapse for me. It took me, it took my mind and my body having to shut down. You know, they, they, some people call it CEO syndrome, where the stresses of life just overwhelm you all at one, one time. And the body keeps the score. So your mind may say, well, what happened to me at 10? was, was, you know, a million years ago, but your body is saying it might as well have been yesterday. So you are just piling up stuff, all the trauma from your childhood. And now you're in your adulthood and maybe you have kids and that's adding more stuff. And now you're working on deals, mm-hmm. and you're working on career, all this stuff is piling, piling up. And if you're not addressing it, uh, eventually it's going to catch up to you. And so you, you have to be able to decompress and address uh, those those particular issues in order to to find yourself And It's really healthy.
1: important that people understand that you have to find yourself. And despite all my success, Lecrae, I didn't really find myself till I was in my forties. You know, people would tell me, "You know, mm. Sean, you're successful," but I was successful because I, I accomplished things. Hear me when I say that I was successful because I accomplished things. That doesn't necessarily mean that I was accomplishing things that made me happy. And that's what I, I I always speak to people is that you know a lot of people they'll they'll stop in their career because guess what they're not happy making money that way and so guess what it it'll, it'll eventually catch up with you that's why companies file bankruptcy that's why companies close because the vision or the visionary a person visionary person who's tied to it just stopped thinking because that didn't make them happy and so this book, when I talk, when I Mm -hmm. listen to you, it is a journey in finding your happiness because if you don't find that happiness, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's not a 50 year old Lecrae or 60 year old Lecrae that we have today. Am I correct when I say that?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You won't, you, I won't, it's not going, it's not, you're never going to ride there. And, and, and that's, you know, case in point is that I think a lot of times, you don't even know the things that will uh, ultimately bring you happiness or bring you joy because you haven't done enough work to know who you are. And so you're looking at what, what everyone else has thinking that, well, if I get what they get, then I'll be happy. Then I'll be healthy instead of understanding who you are and your wiring and, and, and realizing, no, this is what's going to bring you that. And I had to go through that exact same process in me thinking that if I could just be, as famous as this person or as renowned as this person. And, and truthfully, that's not the way that God created me. You know, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur by nature. You know, I like performing and I like art, but end of the day, I'm, I found a lot more purpose when I'm building things and I'm architecting things and I'm giving other people opportunities. And so when I'm using all my energy on creating opportunities for myself, I'm not as, I'm not as happy. But when I'm creating opportunities for other people, you know, then I find more, I find it more fulfilling. I want to do good in society, but I also want to do well financially. So you can do good by doing well.
1: (laughs) You can do good by doing well. But you have to be happy doing it, though. For long term. And that's what I'm talking Absolutely. about in this interview. Absolutely. And I want everybody to hear this is that, you know, you can go out there and make a lot of money. I would tell people though, life should not be tied to the lottery effect. You know, just waiting on that money, waiting on that moment. You build a career and, you're, and you and you put people around you that support, can support you. I know I've survived uh, this career because I've had a couple of key people in my life that whenever I doubted myself, Lecrae, they told me be Rashawn, be Rashawn. They said, be you. I don't care what they saying, dude. Be you now. Nah. Be you has helped out a lot of people don't here. Be you. Trust you. And because because success, man, and in reading this book, or reading about the chaos, reading about the trauma, we can talk about the... The, the molestation, the we can talk about the uh, physical abuse. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the life abuse that as, as a successful people can go through if you don't have the right people around you and you don't admit that you need
0: help. Right. Yes. Oh, my goodness. It, it, you know, what's funny is if you <laughs> the, the problem for a lot of us is that. There is freedom in confession, but there's always going to be suffering and suppression and, and, and denial will always lead to death. If if you're talking about a, a, a life threatening disease, right? You, you cannot deny that you have it. It's going to be right. detrimental for you, you know, and a- acknowledging is always painful, but denial is always deadly. And that's what I want people to understand. Acknowledging is going to be painful, but denial is deadly. When you can acknowledge that you have these issues in your life, then it is hurtful. It is painful. It is hard to pr- to plow through, but to deny it is deadly for you. And so you you'll never be who you were created to be. You'll never walk in the fullness uh that you were created to walk in if you keep denying you know, the issues that are going on in your world. And I think a lot of us just don't realize that, um, you know, my story is, is like you said, there's, there's all the major traumas that you can experience, you know, I've gone through them. And so, you know, I don't care what you've experienced in life. I don't care if it's death, division, uh, discrimination, divorce, debt, um, all those things can be restored. If you can acknowledge the pain that they have brought you, and
1: then move forward. You know, in reading your book, uh, I'm talking interviewing Lecrae, just in case people may have just tuned in. Uh, you know, his book, um, we're discussing I Am Restored, How I Lost My Religion But Found My Faith. A couple of questions I want to bring back up. Now, the book, the album, I want to flip to the album right quick because you're doing a documentary tied to the album. Yeah. Okay, is that right. is that a, is that going to be a documentary we we'll see on like a Netflix or an Amazon? Is just a, something that's available that you're putting out there so we can go to your your website, your, I mean your YouTube channel to see.
0: Yeah, so you can check this out. It's, the video series is 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 uh is on uh YouTube now, and and there'll be a longer form documentary that'll come out uh down the line. But but this this web series, you can see me addressing the chaos in my world you know I meet my father mm-hmm. for the very first time uh, on this on this video series and so people are able to see you know that you're trying to run a successful business you're trying to raise a family you're trying to be a leader and you have to deal with meeting your father for the first time and many people will run from that reality be- and say well I got way too much on my plate to be dealing with that but I knew that there was a piece of me that would not be whole until i had that meeting i didn't have any expectations i wasn't saying now me and him are gonna be best of friends and we're gonna make up for lost time but i knew that i had questions that i wanted to ask and maybe i wouldn't get the answers i wanted but i knew i didn't want to go to my grave without asking some of those some of those questions and, that and that's was what helpful. i thought me
1: uh hey man you know i'm Rashawn mcdonald i've done a lot of great things in my life but if you put together a documentary Let's talk if you if you don't have anybody else talking to you, because because I I, I okay. enjoy talking to you and you have a voice that um, that shapes this world, not just the community, this world. And uh, you articulate, you're smart, you mm-hmm. look good. And, um, and plus, more importantly, you have a story to tell that is tied to trauma, that's tied to honesty and is, is tied to faith. Okay. <laughs> and let's be real. Okay. <laughs> and uh and, and, and it's important that, you know, I've learned when I when I talk to people that have a unique Point of, points of views that I have to let them know what I think, and it's something that, you know, your YouTube channel is great. In fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm look at the interview that you have when you first met your dad, and I probably put in my newsletter to let people see another side of you, honest side of you, because in in Hollywood, it's really interesting that you know we're, we're put under uh, that's just celebrities or athletes. We're put under a microscope based on what you know, but not the life that we live. When I say that, is that you know. Is, uh, we have makeup on when we hit camera. We, we we speak a certain way a lot of times when we hit a camera. We perform a certain way. When we walk off that stage and get out of that arena, then that's a different life. And sometimes we're held accountable to what they saw on TV or what they saw in the movie or what they saw in the performance. Mm. How do you deal with that, Lecrae?
0: Mm. Man, you know, honestly, you've got to, uh, a lot of it is discernment. A lot of it is is recognizing and realizing that some relationships you walk into, uh, you know, relationally and some you walk into trans transactionally, you know, and you got to be able to decide which is which, because a lot of the relationships in the entertainment space are transactional. Now they may seem like they're relational. People may come at you and say, Hey, let's, let's hang out. Let's be friends. But it's going to take some time for you to understand who your real friends are and not to, not to allow people who say, you know, uh, this is what they think about you and and not to allow those voices to dictate who you really are. It's almost like being a professional athlete is everyone's going to say something from the sideline. But you got to realize who your teammates are and and who are the people right. who want the best for you. Those are the voices that you mm-hmm. that you have to listen to. And so that's that's one of the biggest things that I had to learn early on is that, you know, all those voices um, are not voices that I need to I mean, listen really, to. Really? Uh,
1: in reading the book. um Lecrae, um, when you brought up Calvinism, okay, now you know. Uh, see, I, I, very few people know Calvinism. You know, I, I, I early in my college career. I took a European history, and I learned about the Roman Catholicism and how mm-hmm. Calvin, and how Calvinism was born out. They were just tied. They was tied, and so, wow. and so I just smiled when I got to that point <laughs> of your book. I go, wow! I've read a lot of books. In my life, this is probably the first book I read <laughs> since college that articulated Calvinism, <laughs> and it was important in your development. And so, tell everybody about that because it, 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 yeah, that's why I say, man, you know, when I read that, I said I got to have a bigger part. I, we, we, you and I got. I'm based in Atlanta. I just bought a, I just bought a you new we building got uh, for my office in Atlanta. I'm headquartered here, and uh, four quarters going to be amazing. And it was just so many things in that book. That needs to be. You need to be talking to other people with it, based on it. You, you understand? This, that's what yeah. I'm saying. This is a. This is a series to me, and that you should be hosting. Mm. That you should be translating. That's that's black. That's white. That's that's filled with different different layers wow. of this minority community. Because like you, like you. I had success as a stand up comedian in the white community before Deaf Comedy Jam came out there. And then when I proceeded to become a go over to Deaf Comedy Jam, they looked at me like I didn't belong. Hey, uh, you can't make black people. Mm-hmm. Out of you. Okay. Don't do that. And I had to prove myself. <clears throat> and same thing with, the, with my business world. I graduated with a math degree and I, I worked and I went to work for IBM. I achieved what one would deem the ultimate passage into the white corporate world. I was working for Big Blue. You know, that's all you mm-hmm. want. To, you know, so that wasn't enough for me. I said, I wanted to be an entertainer. I wanted to be a stand up comedian. And so there's so many layers that mm. that talking to you and reading this book allows me to understand that you have a unique point yeah. of view. That really, this book is cool, but man, it's some other stories we got to tell, brother. You and I got to tell together.
0: I, li- <laughs> I, I like that. I like that. You. you, you 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 use somebody uh, what we say Mm -hmm. has range. You know what I mean. A lot of a lot of folks, you know, they they can walk in a lot of different worlds. That that shows that they have some range. They've been exposed to a lot of different places. So I find that interesting that 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 you even know some of those. Those things it just shows your range, so I I, I love it. I might have to just just hey man, drive, pull up on your building. We're gonna uh, hang out. I was just letting you know, man. That, uh, <laughs> you
1: know the 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 fact that you wrote a fantastic book. But but I don't want to be remiss. Tell everybody about Calvinism before we leave this show, because I tell you something. I tell you that changed oh, yeah. my life, man. In college, when uh, I read about that, man, Lutherism and Calvinism, and they migrated over yeah. over to England. Oh, brother, come on now. <laughs>
0: yeah so so a lot of times you know um essentially you you look at the roman catholic church and and you saw like uh there was a lot of, of, of rules that were added to, yes. to yes. the bible you know what i mean a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of amendments were made and it became seen as gospel truth and all of this stuff is happening in europe meanwhile the bible was is a is a eastern you know, uh, faith, you know, uh, Christianity was in Africa long Mm -hmm. before it was ever in Europe. But, um, but, but then you get, you know, John Calvin and and Martin Luther and and these individuals who, you know, are railing against the Catholic church and, uh, and, and they kind of create what we call Mm -hmm. Protestantism, uh, today, which is taking root in America, which is, you know, pretty much what american christianity is a lot of it is built off of 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 that um perspective which is very european in nature and so it it though and i I say this about everything you know there's always some truth mixed in with the lies and that's how people get fooled is because there's always some truth mixed in with the lies and so there's lots of great uh points and things that i think people can appreciate but you also have to remember that there's a lot of cultural Nuances that really don't fit who we are and and are not really uh, applicable to to the Bible. And so um, I think people have to realize that uh, when they when they approach it and just realize how much the European culture um, has been trans posed over to us more so than actually go. God's words. I'm have you, man. Been transposed that, over
1: When to I read you, that, know. that opened my eyes, man. That's why college changed my life. I always tell people go to college. College because high mm. school they deny you so many mm. information. You see what Donald Trump trying to do right now. You know, don't want to let don't want don't want to want the truth to be read because it, it acknowledges that when you're trying to take down these Confederate statues, there's a reason not to glorify when you realize these folks were attempting. And so when you Absolutely. call Black Lives Matters thugs, you know, that that you gain knowledge and mm-hmm. information, mm-hmm. gain information by being allowed to openly learn. That's what college did for me. And when I took that course, man, it was like, wow, really? And, it, and I want to close with this interesting story mm-hmm. that you had when you was in Egypt. And um, the God, wasn't even from a religious perspective, was from a historical perspective, and she was talking about the the worst pharaoh. Mm-hmm. The, and then you and then you went from a religious perspective. She go, what you talking about? And so <laughs> she's like she, like, she did a, she did, she did a Willis. Like, what you talking about, Willis? Like, because of the fact that we are so guided by religion that we can allow facts mm-hmm to be misinterpreted. Yes. And that, I'm telling you, you have a great book, man, yes. Lecrae, you have a great book. I, I, I you just this dude read my book. Are you showing up? Hey, <laughs> hey, man. I, 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 you. I have to be respectful and <laughs> understanding that you didn't, you know, you did this for a reason and your career has allowed me to believe that you're trying mm. to change lives and, in rele- and reading this book allowed me Absolutely. to see a personal side of you And then a a side of you that says, "Okay, I got to do better. I got to do better. I wake up with that whole attitude. I got to do better and I got to do better not for myself, because I feel that I I do this podcast because I'm trying to make other people do better or hear better or learn better or get some facts about this Mm -hmm. interview. I'm doing Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. you is an open interview about people hearing about somebody who's. Telling them, go buy this book because it enabled Rashawn McDonald to see some things about Lecrae that enables me to understand that I can do better. I can be honest about myself. If I feel there's a dark side in me, tell somebody. It's all right. It's all good. That's your book, right. man. That, I, I appreciate right. you, Lecrae. I really do, man. And like I said, this is my second time interviewing you. And I, the first time was a good interview, but this was an interview from, from a soul perspective that uh, our journeys are, are, are definitely going to be uh uh, even bigger in the future, man, because you're special, Lecrae. And I thank you, man. I look you got forward to. The, the ninth album dropping, you know, dropped in August. You got October 13th. The book comes out. Um the on YouTube right mm-hmm. now is a series. But you and I, you and I, I got in my backyard, I got a little lake, man. We're gonna go fishing. See, that's where I go. That's where I go, Lecrae. Okay. Life is bad for me. I have to go down there and watch that water, that water, mm. that water that water calms okay. me, man, because and and on my property, yeah. it, it drops down just enough where I can't see any cars. No, I can't see anything. And it just allowed me to just mm. look at that water, man, and uh, catch a fish and throw it right back in and give it back to God, man. That's what I do, brother.
0: i'm ready to go fishing i'm ready to go i love you brother thank you for
1: taking the time man i hope this was a nice journey talking about a part of your life that was very personal but more important the book i am restored how i lost my religion but found my faith on sale october 13th thank you brother if you have more money making conversation interviews please go to moneymakingconversation.com i'm Rashawn mcdonald i'm your host